everybody. How's it going? Thank you so much for tuning in to the John Campia Show. Best dang movie news show probably in the world. I've heard that said before. Mm-hmm. It seems to be it. true. Not today. I feel faxed. Yeah. <laughs> not but that's today, not no. the show today. Today is a non-Campia show. John is still recovering. Thank you so much for all of you who have wished him well. We keep passing the, those messages along. Uh, just to update you guys, he just had a little bit of an issue. Had to go pop off to the ER, but he is back home recovering. No big deal. He is going to be right as rain in no time. In the meantime, though, you have your Batman Beyond crew. You mean, uh, you mean two members? Right. I, I dropped Ray out Orr of this here. crew. Oh, my gosh. Okay, and, so mm-hmm. one of the viewers yesterday, Justin Smith. What's up, Justin? Thank Hi, you for Justin. that uh, little message that you sent. He sent me this little reel of uh, this new foodie place, this food place. It's uh, called Sonic Speed Cafe. That's... Uh, Supposed to open. Okay, hang on. Or let, me is get, open. let me get my tablet. I'm going to take notes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So I have this, right? Y'all know, right? Uh, uh, so I send the, I forward that video to Ann, to Chris, and Chris replies, oh, I charge my car there every day. So she's known about this place. But and I haven't she, gone in. Just, oh. It hasn't been open. But she knew about this place. <laughs> but I digress. And she never told me. I'm a monster. And she was like, so I'm going to put a poll up in the chat. It's going to be, is Chris a dick? And you guys say yes or no for no. not telling me. Oh, yeah. man. There's no third option? No, 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 no. That's it. I'm putting this poll up. <laughs> <laughs> Should I put it up? Do Go it. ahead. Put it up. Put it up. All right. I'm going to put this in the chat real quick. Create a poll. How do this I could be that? the end of the BBC, guys. I don't know. Right. If this anyone knows about BBC, Let's do it's going to be Chris Scott. I am not the first to leave this You know group. who else is here today? You know who else is here? Jonathan Voico. I'm here today. He's not mad at me. Yeah, I don't I've got, think. I got my Burger Chief coffee. Yes. I've got my special orange juice. We've We're got excellent go. orange drink today. Yeah. It's going to be a great day. I voted yes. Why? It just seemed funny. I'm voting no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh wow! There's come oh, on, no. man. She didn't tell oh, me no. about this food place. She it looked, has I work been out. Open. I work out of my outfits. I, that's what I do. You so. work out of your outfits how? <laughs> By getting bigger. <laughs> okay. All right. Now she's I, got a. a all right. Strong but anyways, lead. I promise you, we will go get ridiculous chili Seriously, dogs. Seriously, if you guys live in the area, like in check out Hills. this. Yeah, this yeah. this this video. They have a chili dog, and they just pour like. Onion strings all over it and barbecue sauce. It's barbecue so healthy. Sauce. You should got to go check it out. So the poll, oh man, they like it's you, a landslide. Chris. It's yeah. a sixty-eight to thirty. I'm getting off this yeah. right now. No, That's listen, the people have spoken, I'm and I'm not a dick. I'm closing the poll. It's over. All right, fine. And, and the poll. I just ended the poll. It's a landslide victory for Chris. Well, sixty-eight percent. I mean, that's a landslide. This was a bigger turnout than our our SAG vote, so I'm happy about it. (laughs) This is great. Good for me. It's not all, you're not completely mad at me, though, right? No, I'm not. Because we we had a lovely chat about a beautiful story this morning. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. This is uh, something I found just because, like, the news is kind of a little skinny today. A little bit, a little bit. But this was a really great, like, good heartstrings kind of story. And it's always nice to see those. So, Baldur's Gate 3 is. Like the biggest game, the, of the biggest year. game the biggest right one. now. There's people who are playing it that I didn't even think were into the genre mm-hmm. that uh, are are really playing this game. Closet Gators, like, yeah. 
So go ahead, Chris. Let, let's so, hear this. Just made that up, by the I, way. I like closet gators. I think that's a great term. So this uh, beautiful, beautiful letter made its way to the folks who helped design the game, made the game. And there was this father and son um, who had been playing the game together. And the son wrote to the team there saying that, you know, he was a serious gamer and his dad had gotten into gaming. And it's something they used to do together to yep. bond over. From Baldur's Gate 2 to Divinity, Original yeah. Sin 1 and 2. So they, they that, I, I wish I had like a video game that I played with my dad. But this, this obviously, this father and son relationship actually did that together. Which mm-hmm. is beautiful to me. I mean, two generations like uh, doing something together is yeah. like very rare. Like to, especially something like Baldur's Gate. It's so cool when you know art, video games, movies can bring people together right, like right, that. Right. And so these two loved playing games together. And his dad was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, yep. and so he wrote to them talking about how it was so important for him to be able to play this before um he was uh so thankful for the early access release because he and his dad could play it while his dad had a bit more cognitive function and everything and it's really really just a beautiful story that apparently just made everyone over there just at laren studios really really felt emotional about it and they surprised the son right yeah Bye, bye Putting his do? dad in the game, in the final game that was just released. So, like, for everyone to play. It's not like a new DLC. It's no, like, it, no, it no, no. You, you have to find him. Okay. They, they gave, like, a description of where to find him. But, like, the little house he's in, they, they said they put things in there that were, like... Mementos? Yeah, very, meant yeah. something to the sun, at least. Wow. So they have you this know? whole character built around him and this relationship. And I just think that's so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When you when your relationship grows strong because... And you... Like, there's a game studio that helped get it that way. I mean, that's that's beautiful. I mean, and they actually... They didn't have to do any of that. They didn't... They could have charged for DLC, too. I'm so proud of this game. I meant of that this game came out to show people that you could get an experience without making people keep paying and paying and paying, which is a problem a lot of people have with games these days. It's like, I don't, yeah. we don't have enough money. A $60 game, if it's going to be $60, just charge $60. Yeah. If in the end it ends up being $200, then up front just charge $200. Yeah. You know I, don't, what I, mean? I don't mind if it's the DLC where it's, a few years later, they almost release content that's oh, as well, big that's as different. the game. That's different. It's like a whole, like yeah. a cha- new chapter of the game. But I know what you mean like they. It's like it's like giving you a bits, disc that's thirty percent of the game. You buy you're yeah. buying a disc that's thirty percent of the game. Really, and you can't really advance unless you buy. Yeah, then that's stupid. It's it's yeah. it's 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 a tactic. I get it. I know they need money. Uh, game studios always I mean, feel that they don't make enough money, but. Anyone want to explain to what Jacob Welbs, what BBC is, other than British Broadcasting? Oh, the uh, Batman Beyond crew. That's us. That's yeah. the only other thing it could possibly mean. It could mean nothing else, Jacob. Yeah, He's nothing like, else. like why, why are we Batman Beyond nothing crew? I don't terrifying. even understand. We don't really know why we're the Batman Beyond because crew, Because we have it's advocated we like for it. Batman Beyond to become a, a movie, and John has Hates insisted it. that we don't get what we want, yeah. and yeah. that we are the Batman Beyond And that crew. makes us, and, and together we are all now bonded. Yeah. Well, we can all, all also be the Young Avengers crew. That's true. Yeah. For a while, we could have been the One Piece crew. We yeah, could have One been Piece the Straw Hats. Yeah, yeah. You know, we are. We're the BBC One Piece uh, Young Avengers. No, we None can't of us are really. John's on board with that's one true. Piece we now. can't do that one now. Yeah, okay, we'd no. be on the Adult Avengers. But yeah, age, uh, but... shout out to Larian Studios, and uh, mm-hmm. I hope uh, uh, the son and the father get uh, as much time as they they can get. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hope so too. Oh my gosh! Well, thank you for bringing that to my attention, Ray, because yeah. I think that story is absolutely beautiful. Now. 
on to some other stories for today. Actually, this one really was yesterday. This happened while we were yep. doing the show, so we didn't get to talk to you guys about that epic Echo trailer. Uh, while we were talking about <laughs> is Netflix's Daredevil canon yeah. or not, this came out. And, oh, boy, do I have egg on my face. You guys are laughing, but not the same reason I'm laughing. What are you laughing? I'm laughing because I realized I forgot to watch the trailer. (laughs) Well, you can watch it silently while we watch it. You you were still hate-watching Sonic Cafe videos, muttering about what a dick I am. All right. This trailer, though, is really fantastic. And it does absolutely cement, hey, these things were canon. It has so So, much of it in there. So not just, as we see here, like, this is from Daredevil. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, his origin, dear, uh, uh, making Kingpin's. the white rabbit painting. Yeah, and and then this was interesting. This was the door scene in Daredevil. The scene right after this, I guess I never caught it. I thought he just crushed him to death. Mm-hmm. But in this trailer, unless it's new footage, the body slumps over and there's no head. So I didn't realize he decapitated the guy with the door. I didn't notice that in the original watch. Oh my uh, god, that's baby Kingpin. But anyway, and then and then we get we get uh, we get Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I love how these shots. Uh, are are black and white, but then they're like colorized on Daredevil or an explosion or blood. Yeah, it's got a very Frank Miller that's red vibe. Red is colorized. It's very Sin City. So it is linking Daredevil, the original OG Daredevil, with that, and also with the kingpin that we see in Hawkeye. Um, Hawaiian shirt. Uh, yeah. Kingpin. So they are one and the same. Yeah. This is so, the same kingpin. So that that okay that links all of that together. I still hold to the ish. Because the tone is different amongst all the different iterations. But mm-hmm. I guess if you still want to say that's that, and you really are saying that the events happen, then fine. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think most of what this was, was I don't think it's a, hey, get ready. We're going to have so much Daredevil in this. We're going to have so much <laughs> yeah, Charlie no. Cox in this. I think it's also a, hey, remember that gritty, violent show from Netflix? Yeah. Look what we got. We're going to do that again. We're going to do that. And that's just making sure that all kind of your your qualms you could have about this show about tone. Hey, we're going to have it live in that kind of universe. Mm-hmm. And things still can get wacky and weird and goofy, right? We've had so many characters who are able to pop into an Avengers film and then do something a bit more lighthearted. Sure. So I think it can work. I'm just interested to see how everything pans out. This definitely, I, I know that John wasn't particularly excited about this show and his t- tune changed a little bit when that trailer yeah. came out. This is one I've always been really happy about and especially because I knew some stuff was happening behind the scenes. Sure. I, I really just wanted it to get its stuff together and work out well. And so far, it looks good to me. Yeah. Plus those reviews. There's a little bit of fool's gold in here, right? A little bit. Because I'm happy to see a lot of shots with Daredevil. Mm-hmm. But yeah. part of me thinks that's just one episode. He's yeah, one of five, though, it's 20%. And he's not spread throughout. No, you know? probably not. So it's kind of like fool's gold, but I do dig the trailer. I love the explosions, colored, and then mm-hmm. everything else black and white. Mm-hmm. I love that effect that they used here. I, I like this actress. Like, she keeps a stoic face while doing something brutal. You know what I mean? Yes. Which is it's a, yeah. it's, it's a scary thing to, like, think that someone cannot show emotion in their face while they're breaking someone's neck. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just crazy. I, I like characters if done right. That's great. I, I'm looking forward to learning more about this character. I know she only has one leg. Mm-hmm. She's deaf. Um, that's very intriguing to see her get over not only the, the humps that she has to face within herself, but do what she's... She's obviously on a mission to yeah. do something. So it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. The first M.A. Marvel series, mm-hmm. right? Um, we yeah, can see set, it already in the trailer. Set, set your... What is it? Set your Disney Plus set to your M.A. Disney so Plus. You can see. 
Make sure um, that you have that sitting yeah. on there. Unfortunately, uh, I have to go to Campia Plus for this because yeah. Hulu is a little expensive for me. You well, are. Disney Plus. Disney Plus or yeah. whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. it is now. But it's the same. Yeah. 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 But I mean, we talked about yesterday. I think someone made a uh, uh, super chat or whatever. By the way, super chats are on. Um, uh, about our, too many trailers. What's the number that turns you off or whatever? And it just kind of depends on what they're show- showcasing. Mm-hmm. But these are character trailers. These aren't story trailers. Yes. And these keep getting me more like hyped for the for the show. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Especially because to to Ray's point too and to yours, it's it's really challenging to convey emotion in a single shot, right? It's really challenging to have a very nuanced layered emotion when you are committing an act of atrocious violence, when you are reacting mm-hmm. to atrocious violence. And this actor, like she is killing it in every frame she's in. You can see such a story being told and it already is one of those things of, oh, I feel like Usually I'm upset about the limited episodes. Five episodes, I bet we're doing some really interesting stuff here. Kingpin kind of pulls that in a in a certain way too, where he does things where he's not showing any sympathy or mm-hmm. uh, for his victim or whatever. So, uh, you know, maybe they are a match. As in, like, I want to see them go at each well, other. Well, it's one of those things like, you know, Joker will say to Batman, like, you're just like me. Yep. Yeah. You're yeah. just you're just not admitting to it or whatever. And so, do we know when this drops? Do, do uh, they in about a day? in four days, I think. Oh, all right. Now. Yeah, is yeah. Um, so it's time to get an MA. Make sure you're tuned in. But guys, we are so glad we got to finally talk to you about this. But let us know what your thoughts are about Echo. Maybe you aren't as enamored with this as as we are. Are you super stoked stoked to see Daredevil in the mix there? Do you think it's all fool's gold, like Ray's saying? Let us know how you feel about it. And is Chris a dick? And am I a dick? Well, it was a that's gonna, victory. That's going to be the end favorite. for every single topic today. <laughs> Give us your thoughts. And remember, I won in that poll. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. On to something a little more serious, a little more uh, technical, mm-hmm. if you will. So Disney and AI shareholders are going to get the chance to vote on AI proposals uh, because they were going to try to table the issue, but that the SEC made sure that they are not skipping mm-hmm. over this one. <laughs> so basically, gotcha. it's a very yeah. big gotcha moment. Basically, all that is to say, all these shareholders were planning on meeting and not taking any votes or talking about AI because that wasn't to do with ordinary business practices. That didn't have to do to your, with your day-to-day. Well, the SEC did not agree with that. <laughs> they did not agree at all. So, uh, AI technology, this is from Deadline, by the way, has become a central issue for Hollywood, factoring prominently in dual strikes last year by the WGA and SAG-AFTRA. Publishers and the other owners of intellectual property have also raised alarms over the rise of AI. The New York Times last week filed a lawsuit against OpenAI for copyright infringement. So this is affecting tons of people, right? Shareholder proposals urging closer scrutiny for AI were filed by a pension trust of the AFL-CIO, the Labor Union Federation. The WGA is among the 60 U.S. and international guilds that are part of the AFL-CIO Federation, which represents a total of 12.5 million union members. The companies had argued that the proposal could be excluded from the shareholder meeting agenda, and obviously that is not the case now. Yeah. So I completely understand why the SEC is saying, no, no. You guys should talk about this. This is something that definitely needs to be it, on the it, table. It, it, yeah, it's it's a massive story, and it's it has massive ramifications for the Absolutely. business going forward. Uh, what this reads to me is the shareholders have the strikers back. Mm-hmm. I, I think when it comes down to it, 
you, you're seeing, you know, the various actors, and I don't mean like actors' profession, but the actors in this situation, while this was all going over on during the summer, mm -hmm. you know, the back and forth, the back and forth, the whole time the, the shareholders had their own opinions on it. Mm -hmm. And now the people that actually own the company, the owners, they're having a say. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's great because, you know, they're basically, I think it solidifies and will solidify going forward the AI issue that still is kind of out there for SAG, mm -hmm. you know? Well, so super for us because the union would not define what an actor is like the WGA and the DGA did. Well, and they agreed to terms foolish. like, you know, we, we'll, we'll keep talking about this until the next contract's up. So we more fully understand it. And I think I think the uh, the shareholders are saying, well, we better figure this out now. That's, That's what I mean. Because, because if, if I'm an owner and I have been an owner of both, I'm not now, but I have been an owner of both. Mm -hmm. I'd want to know because. This created a massive strike that affected my business. Yeah. So we actually need to figure this out. You and can't just skirt this. continue to affect your business, and, as yeah. we're going to talk about later. It also tells me that how difficult this topic is to actually find a, your side on. I mean, really, there's like, there's like, for them to try to avoid this this vote, they, they tried to avoid it, right? Mm -hmm. They didn't want to talk about it right now. They're still trying to trying to figure things out. It's like they they asked to use the restroom during the SATs or something. Yeah, <laughs> because well, yeah. this will have ramifications, obviously, for now when WBD uh, quarterly earnings report comes mm -hmm. up and they have their 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 shareholder meetings. Yeah. Uh, obviously, um, uh, Amusement Inc. who owns Paramount, mm -hmm. Netflix. It's not just these two. No, this is going to be something that we're going to see rippled throughout. Yeah. Um, and I think that a lot of the other shareholder, uh, other companies, I should say, rather, are probably having these same meetings, probably having these same discussions and everything already. Um, what it makes me think of, too, though, because it is such a complicated issue, right, of the ordinary day-to-day -day practice. It's kind of what happened with us with SAG mm -hmm. is... Well, you guys don't need to see that AI contract because it's all a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo and tech stuff that you're not going to understand, which one is insulting. Uh, and, and two, like that tells me they don't understand yeah, it either. And, no? and some of it is, well, you know, some of us might not understand. We also have business managers and lawyers who we pay money to help us understand things, mm -hmm. you know? So I feel like these are conversations that need to be had and need to be done in layman's terms because if you are the people in power, you have to understand how AI is working. Is AI an amazing tool? Absolutely. Oh my gosh, there's so many amazing things we can do with it. And I, I'm a forwards ever, backwards never kind of person, right? Progress is amazing. But if it's at the detriment to people's own intellectual property, their own likeness, their own ideas. That's a very, very scary thing. I've seen Minority Port. I've watched The Matrix. I don't <laughs> like it. I mean, I like those movies. I don't like the, the land. Yeah. <laughs> there was some story on uh, Kotaku that I was reading about uh, an AI art generator, I believe, mm -hmm. which was taking most of its uh, ideas from Magic the Gathering cards. <gasps> so I, was just, I just read the headline. It's it, it, I think that's what it read. Um, so AI is becoming more and more a part of our lives, whether we like it or not. And it's going to be here for to stay, I think, mm -hmm. in the future. Well, it's coming to gaming, too. We and and gotta... there are positive uses of AI, for sure. In the medical field, it's, mm -hmm. it's great for gaming. It's, it's great for even just, I get it, for, for getting ideas like a spark. 
but it can't be your main thrust of like your narrative like yeah. no or else we'll just know. stay stagnant if yeah. we just keep relying well on and it, 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 it doesn't make sense if you if you read some of this stuff there's like this was written by a robot that has yeah. no feelings it well, doesn't it's just it's just writing what it's seen before and it thinks it's what we like it pulls from what's pre-existing and that also typically means then that we're getting the same kind of base stories that we've gotten in the past so it is things that are typically from a perspective that isn't that dynamic or and, universal right. and if you've seen if anyone's watched the one of the latest south park episodes that was actually all written by ai they they made it a point that it was written by ai it was a great episode but it was great because it was stupid like you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it didn't some of the things was just didn't make sense yeah uh, i mean that's why it was so funny and that's why it hit with me so oh uh, yeah I'll, I'll read a hallmark script written by an ai bot any old day because it's just like she wants to marry a christmas tree but he's a big city lawyer uh, I will tell you where it did work for me, and yeah. I hate to say it, is there's eBay. If you're selling something, it'll say, would you want eBay to describe your product for you? And I said, okay, let's try this. And it did, and I said, I'm keeping this because I it speaks better English than I would ever do or writes <laughs> better English than I would ever do. So it worked for me there. Yeah. But you know yeah. what? It didn't hurt no one. It's going to get me, hopefully, my things sold. <laughs> Here's hoping. See, so that's where AI can be great. But man, let us know how you feel about this, though, you guys. Is this something that you do think shareholders should be voting on? Is this something that you think we should leave it to the professionals who know about it? And the SEC is being a little overdramatic here. No wrong answers, just your own opinion. So let us know in the comments down below. All right, we've got a few more things to talk about, y'all. But before we get to those, we are going to take a quick break to hear from the sponsor of this show, the good folks over at Mint Mobile. Guys, we want to take a second to thank a sponsor of this video, Mint Mobile. On average, it takes about 30 days for a person to break their New Year's resolution. So if saving money was on your 2024 list, your odds aren't looking that great. Luckily, I have a 100% guaranteed way to save you money this year. Just switch to Mint Mobile. For a limited time, wireless plans from Mint Mobile are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. That's unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. I've told you guys many times that after switching to Mint Mobile, I am spending less than a third on my cell bill than I used to with a major carrier. Say goodbye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. All Mint plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And don't worry about having to change phones or numbers. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So guys, to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash camp. That's mintmobile.com slash campia. Cut your wireless bills to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash campia. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. And thank you to the folks over at Mint Mobile for sponsoring this episode of the John Campia Show. All right, folks, we have some really great movie news. The BAFTA Awards long list is out. Oh, yeah. Right. What is BAFTA? So BAFTAs are the British Film Awards. They're they like fantastic. the British Oscars. Yes. They're super, super fun. It encompasses film and television, so it's a lot of BBC kind of TV and everything, too. Proper BBC. Uh, and it's always a really great show. Televised? Televised. Okay. This year, it is hosted by David Tennant. Mm, okay. The 10th Doctor, Scotland's Gift to All of Us, Kilgrave. Oh, my gosh. Hi. Oh, Wow. I love him so much. Moment of silence for I Chris. I know. I have a type and it's lanky gentlemen like this. <laughs> 
I think Logan looks like him. I was going to say, he kind of looks like Logan. Yeah, that that was a big selling point in when I first started dating him. I was like, oh, he looks like the doctor I like. He's like, but you don't quite look like... Uh, uh, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. <laughs> he was sweet and told me I looked like Jenna Coleman, who was one of the companions. All right. And she's very cute and petite, and I appreciated that. But more importantly than David Tennant being a dreamboat, we've got this long list. So these are the... Uh, films that are in consideration for being nominated for the BAFTAs. And why this is important for movie news in general, one, all awards, except for the Golden Globes, are worth us talking about. (laughs) And these lists usually help us kind of fine-tune who is all going to get nominated, especially for, you know, the the ultimate one that we love Mm -hmm. to talk about on the show, the Oscars. So this is kind of getting that baseline of who we think is going to Uh, get nominated. Which one was the one that just passed? I think it was the first one of the season that just passed. Was it the... Was it the national uh, award? Was it? Which one is the one that just? I forgot because these go in a certain order, right? Every year, like there is the a BAFTAs, cycle. and then like the. But they are kind of messed up this year because right. of the strike. Because certain things have gotten kind of shimmied around too. Okay. Not the BAFTAs because the UK is under yeah. a different labor law, so their stuff is not all wonky because okay, no well, one struck. But you get you get like the PGA awards, you get the SAG awards, yeah. you got you know all these kind of PGA, leads. yeah. Mm-hmm. All of those guys. So we're going to do a run-through of you, these uh, with you guys and all let right. you know who's up. So I've got Best Film up here. Best Film. So we've got All of Us Strangers, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest. So there's a couple on here that are new to me. Have you guys seen most of these? Look, look, here. Well, Th- uh-huh, go ahead. Okay. I love the award lists because that actually... It inspires me. you to and to see yeah. the movies that like I keep hearing about throughout the year that may not be my genre, mm-hmm. but I think I need to watch Past Lives and uh, there's one I still need to watch Killers of the Flower Moon, which same our our friend here Scott uh, he messaged us that me. the yeah that message messaged us that uh um the Killers of the Flower Moon is supposed to be on Apple TV Plus pretty soon yeah oh, it's got a release great. date it's got a release date so I need to see that but. Past Lives is the one that I hear a lot about. Yeah, that gets, that's so, gotten a lot of hype. It's so far from what I usually watch that I think I'm going to watch it. So has the zone of interest. Um, the article also brought out that they feel like the zone of interest could pull like a uh, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front from last year. Ooh, yeah. that would be very interesting because that's one that I am not familiar with in yeah, me any way. So I did see, I haven't seen Maestro yet. Um, okay. That's streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh that's my plan for tonight, actually, is watching it. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've seen, obviously, Barbie as mm-hmm. uh, Oppenheimer. Um, I saw Poor Things. <gasps> Poor Things was very interesting. Okay, I'm so excited about it. Yeah. It's not playing at any theaters near me. Really? Yeah. Why? No, it's got, well, is it not playing at AMC well, it's not. it's not a Regal one. But that's Burbank is not that far from North Hollywood. I know. Hey, 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 hey. Come on. Don't press so late. Don't press okay. so late. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> hey, you're pushing your I forget, you won that vote, so we got to Poor things. Uh, I still need to see Zone of, uh, of Interest, mm-hmm. and I, I am trying to see The Holdovers maybe this week. I do because I love that it's over. still in theaters. Which yes. we'll talk about why that's still in theaters a little later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's a strong list. It's a we, great we were list. saying what it's down to six categories. So these yeah. ten have to whittle down. They'll to whittle six. down to six films. All right. um, Past lives, I highly recommend. It's a really, really great character study. It's mm. a beautiful story it, to about Korean like film or um, dual language. Okay, so uh, the majority of it is in Korean, right. um, but it's a really great story just about the duality of how you have to live too. Huh. Um, 
And as somebody who, you know, immigrated to this country, and in this case, too, immigrated to two different countries, went from Canada to New York, um, really beautifully told. But it's a really good character-driven movie. It's not something that is going to be a heavy plot-driven action-packed thing. It's a really great study. Um, and We're I love- getting, a, like, a Korean movie every year for mm-hmm. being, like, that's at least in the... In the buzz for yeah. something yes. for a best film of some yeah it shows their progression in film like uh, I think they're progressing faster than uh, most places like I they're 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 making at least something a year that everyone's talking about that it's crossing the borders yeah. like a lot more mm-hmm. I like did they forget list. anything on that list that you guys you know there's nothing really on here that I I'm jumping out at for for a best picture kind of situation this seems like a really solid list to me okay um, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy because you've with got it. like you've got like the two standards, right? You've got the Oppenheimer and the Barbie in there. Yeah, you know because that, those things have been talked about the most. Killers yeah. of the Flower you've Moon, got your obviously. Scorsese. Yeah, yeah. And then you have. But then I love it. You've got your your holdovers, your your indie in there. Yeah. You get your streaming, your your Netflix movie in there. Past Lives hits indie again. Poor, Poor things, things is, is great. So weird. Now this is the weird thing because poor things is in a couple categories. We can move forward whenever yeah. you want, but but I, I'm going to keep poor things in the back of my head. Yeah, oh, and all of a... us strangers, I do want to talk about does look incredibly, incredibly interesting. Oh. I'm very excited about I've that. I've never one. heard of it. Um, it's with. Did you ever watch Sherlock? No. Okay, the guy who played Moriarty is on that flea bag. He was the hot priest on it. Um, he's the lead in this, and it looks like it's going to be a very emotional film okay. of being able to connect with his parents who have passed mm. and getting to interact with them as an adult when they passed when he was a child. So, so is he talking to ghosts or something? Does a, that's what he looks it's like? It's kind of hard to glean from the trailer. Oh, okay. If it's like there, he has the opportunity, if this is in his head, I'm excited to see it, though. I've tried to make a point to read as little as possible about it after I saw that initial trailer because I want to go in and just take yeah, it Yeah, because they're trying is. to keep it a mystery, obviously, yeah. from the trailer. Um, okay. And the other actor in it, too, who's the other co-lead, Paul Mescal, obviously has been blowing up, um, was nominated last year, is going to be in the new Gladiator, so that's definitely one to watch, too. Okay. Uh, outstanding British film. Getting very, very specific here. Yeah. All of Us Strangers, mm-hmm. like I just brought up. Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. I didn't know that there was a new chicken. There is. Oh, yeah, and, and apparently you, it's nominated for Best British Film. And isn't it on Netflix, I think? Could oh be now, God. I'm not sure. I am so hyped about this. It. And this, I'll, I'll be honest, folks, this is a list, too, that I need to familiarize myself with more. So we've got that chicken run, Dawn of the Nugget, The Deepest Breath, The Great Escape, How to Have Sex, Napoleon, The Old Oak, One Life, Poor Things Again, Rye Lane, Saltburn, Scrapper, Tetris, Wonka, the zone of interest. Huge. So these fifteen have to go down to six. No, whittle down They're to six scrapping again. Two thirds of this, basically. Yes. What's interesting here is oh, two things. Um, okay, one that there's crossover because Poor mm-hmm. Things is in Best Film and Outstanding British yes. Film. Yes. But also, it's kind of an inverse of how we do it here, where we'll say Best Film, Best Foreign Film. Yep. They say Best Film for Foreign and British specifically for British. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting that you can you could win not only Best Overall Film. But also but the British, British one, yeah. Anyone on here? Are you guys familiar with any of these? Saltburn yeah. and Tetris and Wonka are the only ones that really jump out. Yeah. Um, oh, Napoleon. I guess that's surprising to some people that it's not in a way. But list, I mean, but... yeah. I didn't yeah. see a majority of them, so all I could say is the ones I did see. Did you on see that Tetris? List are great. Yeah. Yeah. I love Tetris. What a what a cool. It was interesting. What a cool like info. Like there's things about Tetris that I d- had no idea. So. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I was gonna say Saltburn's on my list too, but I actually can stream it, so I guess I'm not gonna go see it in theaters. I'm but here's the thing: it. because these indie films only go for so long, mm-hmm. 
it was like, do I see the holdovers or Saltburn? And now that I can see Saltburn streaming, I'm definitely do holdovers yeah. in theater. Well, and yeah. uh, holdovers, I feel like I have a better shot at enjoying. Yeah. Saltburn was pitched to me by everyone, including our dear sweet baby Taylor Gonzalez, uh-huh. who was like, okay, it's Call Me By Your Name meets Talented Mr. Ripley. And I don't think I liked it, but I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. And, and see, here's the thing. I just saw Poor Things, and I don't want that to be the next thing again. Like, you need, I need something a in between. Whole, you need a palate yeah. cleanser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A little Paul Giamatti for that. Exactly. Yeah. I love him. I think he's so wonderful. Um, okay, and so that's that. that. The and then we got, okay. yeah. These are the British digital writers, director, or producer. So that's interesting, too, because wouldn't the producer oh. still be under, oh, sorry, no, no under <laughs> uh, best film? But I guess not. You would not. think so. The way they do their categories, yeah, is very different, and it's neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, goes down to documentary. Um, animated film, The Boy and the Heron. There we go. Yeah, see, let's go with the animated film. Okay, let's so, let's yeah. read those. So the animated film, go ahead and read them. So we've got The Boy and the Heron, obviously from Studio Ghibli, uh, Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget, <laughs> Elemental from Disney, Nimona, that was a Netflix release. Yeah, Across the Spider-Man. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the Super, Super Mario Brothers movie, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> Mutant Mayhem. <laughs> And Wish. There you go. You could stop now reading that. I don't know that Wish is going to win that. I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't think so either. Wish. Again, interesting because you, like they've it. got they've got um, chicken run chicken chicken run in animated and best British. and best British. So you get a, you get a good chance of winning a, a, a film in this a, a film winning an award in this. I don't think I can convey how excited I am to watch this Dawn of the Nugget movie. Yeah, me too. Oh I, I am so excited to see it. But here, story wise, it's Spider Verse or probably The Boy in the Heron. Probably yeah. Yeah. from what I hear, I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking about art style, I can't not leave my boys out. Because uh, Ninja, no matter how you want to spin it, like some people try to spin it, they bit off something, this and that. It it was a great, yeah, I love I the rough sketching it. on that. Mm-hmm. That effect they did where it felt like it came off someone's fresh page of art. I really, really thought that was unique. It worked for the movie. So if we're going to base it based on just animation style itself, New Mayhem needs to be in those things, for, for me at least. But story-wise, I... It's got to be Spider-Verse or... I would think it's probably Spider-Verse. Mutant Mayhem is the most fun I've had at a theater this year. I had such a blast watching that movie. And I saw it in 4DX and I didn't hate it. It was great. Um, (laughs) It was short. It was good. Yeah. Uh, So props to all these films. I I haven't seen most of them again, but... Do you guys think this is pretty much on par for what we're going to keep seeing throughout awards season when Uh, it comes to all the others? Yeah. I'm not sure about Wish. I, I, I like well, from people that I've heard talk about Wish. It's not really their. I don't know about. I don't know about anime. I don't think that'll be. But I think we're going to see a lot of. In terms of uh, indie, we're going to see a lot of poor things and holdovers. Yeah. We're going to see a lot of Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, Barbie, Oppenheimer, um, and I think we're going to see a lot of, maybe not Zone of Interest, but we're definitely going to see, um, what was the. All of us strangers? Past lives. Past lives. Oh, past lives, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the Hollywood roundtables are also a really good indicator, too, of who's going to get the acting nomination. This is directors. um, Ooh, okay. So, again, a lot of American fiction does get pulled here. Mm -hmm. American fiction isn't mentioned anywhere else. That was a great movie. That's exciting to see them on here. So the director of American but a lot of crossovers. It's almost uh almost the same across mm-hmm. the board. Um, I'm sure screenplay now screenplay again. Air finally gets mm-hmm. mentioned in here. I loved Air. That was Air in was my, really good. in my top ten. Yeah, maybe even higher up. 
you know what's uh, real crazy about uh, air is that la- the the night i think last night or the night before i was watching like sneaker shopping with uh some i forgot who it was some actor anyways as soon as i turned that on i was like i turned on air right after that because yeah. i was like i really like this movie more than i thought i did great direction i mean it, mm-hmm. it's it's just such a it's just such a yeah we got it like you know like working so hard for a goal and then getting it in the end getting like you know it's just a very interesting film. I, mm-hmm. I, I really like the film. There's not a scene works. in it where, I mean, it's not action-packed. It's a story of of Jordan and the Air Jordan, but there's not a scene where I'm not, like, entertained yeah. or find it well, interesting. Obviously, Matt Damon, baby! Matt yeah, but he wasn't even a stand-up Dame. for me. I mean, he was. He did what Matt How Damon does, which is great, but for me, the standouts were actually, um, uh, oh my gosh, why am I going? Join? Jason Bateman? Jason Bateman. And... For as small of a role as it was, the sneaker guy, the designer. Well, he was great, but as for as small of a role as it as it was, Mm -hmm. uh, Wayne's, um, (gasps) Marlon. Oh yeah, he had a very pivotal moment Mm -hmm. in Damon, uh, um, in uh, Matt Damon's character's like decision. Yeah, and I thought he killed that that scene. On that whole story, yeah, Yeah. is so well done. Yeah, and it could have been so over the top and heavy handed, and he handled it so well, just casually having his drink, talking about Martin yeah. Luther King. Uh, like, like I said, that's why I could never create a top ten for this past year. It's just so hard for me to yeah, figure out what goes in there. Good year, yeah, yeah, for movies. Twenty twenty three was good for movies. So before I think before we move on, we should go over at least our leading actress and leading yeah, actor yeah, and then for we sure. Go so here's leading actress. So we've got Annette Benning for Nyad. Carrie Mulligan for Maestro, uh-huh. Emma Stone for Poor Things, Fantasia Barino for The Color Purple, which has been doing very well at the box office. I haven't seen it yet. Me yeah. neither. I need to get there. Uh, Greta, Greta Lee, Lee for Past Lives, Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon, Margot Robbie for Barbie, Mia McKenna-Bruce for How to Have Sex, Sandra Huller for Anatomy of a Fall, and Vivian Opera from Rye Lane. I think, I think, I okay, I'm not going to say that Lily Gladstone wins it all because this is the long list and they got to whittle it down, but I think Lily Gladstone makes it to the the top six. Oh, absolutely. Um, Emma Stone could actually. Emma win the Stone, whole thing. I think, yeah. will probably take this. She could right? win the whole thing. From what I've heard about Poor Things, that she's just incredible in it. So I would love that. And then I we love got her. our leading actors. For actors, we've got Andrew Scott, All of Us Strangers, Bear Keegan from Saltburn, Bradley Cooper from Maestro, Killian Murphy from Oppenheimer, Coleman Domingo from Rustin, hearing huge great things about this film, particularly his performance. Uh, George McKay for Femme, Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio for Killers of the Flower Moon, Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers, and Tao Yu from Past Lives. Mm. What are we thinking? Uh, I don't. I can't say. I, I bet you. I'm thinking DiCaprio makes it to the the, the final six. He'll I think Giamatti and Tou. Mm-hmm. Um, Killian. Killian. I think Coleman Domingo has had a big push. Mm. I could see that happen. And maybe like Bradley see Cooper win it though. Giamatti, I would like that guy. It's hard to I say. There the could, movie, yeah. so I can't really there judge. Could, there I, could be some dark horses on that list. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd say the the favorite is probably. Killian, yeah, to win really? It. really, this is the Baptist after all. Oh, really? But, okay. but, uh, and that's not my, necessarily my personal opinion. I just think he's the favorite. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it, it couldn't be any of these. So. Yeah, or uh, Andrew Scott could take it too. He's he's a Baptist darling as well. Mm-hmm. So 
we could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, right. let us know what you think about all these folks who are on the long list for the BAFTAs. Do you think this is a great way to predict who is going to be in the running all of award season? Are there people on here you disagree with? People you think you should be on here? Films that are missing? You let us know your thoughts. All right. And with all that in mind... We've got a kind of big encompassing topic now, uh-huh. and this was a great article prompting this discussion from The Hollywood Reporter. Box office, existential crisis ahead as Hollywood rethinks what makes a hit. This is such a fabulous read, you guys. Please go read this article from Pamela Kintuck. It is so, so good. I'm a big fan of it. Um, and basically what we're talking about here is that the 2023 box office had a lot of surprises for weird. many people. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Many people, including somebody whose name is on this show, did not think, you know, Super Mario Brothers or Barbie were going to be our biggest films. I'm I'm a person who did not think Barbie would have been the biggest film of the year. Mm-hmm. And here we are. It, so, it was a record-breaking year for the box office, and yet yeah. it's a dichotomy because we look at so many flops, and those flops, neg- normally we hang on the negativity. And a lot of those were tent poles that flopped. And yet here we are with a record-breaking box office year. So we were carried by a very small, you know, group of films. Exactly. And what this article does so well is it points out how typically what's been a banger at the box office, superhero fare, has really fizzled. And we can't rely on these old existing pre uh, existing IPs or tentpole kind of things. Mm-hmm. Audiences wanted to be challenged or see something new or see something nostalgic in a different way yeah, yeah and there's not that's not to say that we still didn't see some big franchises get on the top Absolutely. 10 fast x guardians i i could speak for guardians and i say it deserves to be in that because it was one of my favorite movies sure fast x like i i it was probably more of their history and their uh appeal overseas that actually got them where they they're at um, I know it, that one was a disappointment still, even as much money they thought it'd probably make more. Yeah. Well, because of their budget. Right. It was out of control. I mean, even Mission Impossible was on the top and that was considered a flop. So yep. in the top 10, at least. A lot of people gave, you can see, I mean, I have it up here. Mm-hmm. Um, Little Mermaid made number seven. Yeah. You know, at first burn. everyone was like, oh, this is going to flop and it didn't. Yeah. And, and I, I do, this article does say, it does call out superhero fatigue. Yes. I don't believe that. I, I actually wholeheartedly agree with John on that. That is not superhero fatigue. It's the fact that our superhero movies have gone back to basic. Yep. It's mediocre fatigue. Yeah. Whereas the other films that were like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, et cetera, et cetera, you know, they didn't flop. They were massive. And, and, and People cool. loved them. People and, still talk about them. And the thing, to, uh, two things to point out, props to Little Mermaid and Elemental. They were like the slow burners. They were yes. like the ones that like, oh, first week, oh, it's a flop. But then they just, and that could have something to do with the movies that surrounded them being so bad that people are like, I want to see something at least decent. Yeah. I mean, it's for me, or, or maybe, probably many people, it's hard to pull out $20 from your wallet to go see a movie these days. Yeah, People are getting it very is. picky. And um, and if there's going to be plot holes throughout, it's just like, oh. And I'm going, I'm going ahead of myself here because I know we're going to get to that part. But there's Christmas time. It might have been a bad time for Christmas movies this year, just because people don't have that much money. I mean, Christmas is an expensive month for a lot yeah. of people, and a lot. The last thing people are going to think about doing is 
forking over 20 bucks. Well, they're going to be picking on what they see. Yeah. 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 You're going to be a veg- very, very conscious consumer. You're also not going to do a lot of the stuff you usually do at a movie theater too, right? right. You right. might, if you're only going to see one movie this month, you're maybe not going to the concessions. You're maybe not doing all those yeah. other things. Or if you're seeing multiple movies a month, you're definitely not doing the others. And we but, do see like this comparison, this year to year comparison, yeah. 22, 23. And audiences audience, are coming back. Yeah. Audiences are coming back. We crossed over the $9 billion mark mm-hmm. domestically, which is fabulous. It's so great to pass that hurdle post-COVID, post-strikes, you know. What's interesting, too, is 2024 is going to be a very lean year. It's going to be a very lean year for films because we had months of no productions happening. Right, so everything got pushed. Marvel's only giving us one film. We're only getting Deadpool 3 from them. So it is going to be a leaner, choosier kind of thing. So that brings to mind then, okay, who do you release? Who do you put on streaming? What are the that, movies that we're going to really yeah. do a hard push on? Because, again, Super Mario Brothers and Barbie. Oppenheimer with Barbie. Like, you can't have that lightning in a bottle again. Yeah, and there's things that are happening which folks have predicted that uh, it's like uh, uh, what streaming, for example. I think that affected, that affects, I know John doesn't think, I, th- I think he doesn't agree with me on this, but I believe the streaming thing does affect people's decision to go see a movie or not sometimes. Sure. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Well, Especially, I just said it just now. I was like, yeah. oh, Saltburn's already streaming, so I'm going to go see yeah. The Holdovers. Especially yeah. counteracting with the amount of money it, it, to take, let's say, um, oh, should I go see, take my kids to go see Sonic 3? Oh, no, we we already got them streaming. They're streaming stuff. We'll wait for yeah. it to hit, and yeah. they won't go see. I... That's going to be something that they're, they're going to have to figure out if you can figure it out. Everyone's tendencies are different. Everyone, some days I feel like going to a movie theater. Some days I don't. You know, There's some movies I feel like going to the theater for and some I will not go to. Killers of the Flower Moon, I'm sorry, Mr. Scorsese. I know you're like the goat of things, but that's just a movie where I saw it, saw the duration, and I'm like, I cannot appreciate this movie in a theater. Mm-hmm. Because I refuse. I'm going to leave twice. I'm going to go pee yeah. twice. And also mm-hmm. the atmosphere of a theater, I like looking around, seeing what's going on, hearing things. And that's a movie that I want intimate, where sure. I'm, I'm, I'm taking it all in and like appreciating the message or whatever it's giving me at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm sorry. That's just the way I am. Mm-hmm. And, and there's probably a lot of people that are like that. Well, sure, because the box office showed that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so these these are things that um, Hollywood needs to take into account, and hopefully they can find a balance where everyone's like, uh, you know, well, that's what I'm saying. It's really hard. There's so yeah. many aspects that affect the box office. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that actually leads to the second part here uh, under specialty movies, mm-hmm. right? Indie films. Um, we look at indie films have actually done fairly well. Mm-hmm. Asteroid City is surprisingly the top box office grosser. <laughs> you can stream it now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, followed by Priscilla, Holdovers is fairly recent, and yet it's at eighteen million. Yeah. It's great. Dumb Money, I wish had done double that, like yeah. twenty twenty five million. Bottoms was also uh, got a lot of bottoms uh, is ac- hilarious. Accolades. Yeah. I gotta see that. Too. Poor Things is still in theaters, so you know. But but the point of this is is that it's the way they're releasing these films. So they're they're releasing them. In a way that harkens back to the past of how they used to do it. L.A., New York, maybe Chicago. And then they go a little wider. Yeah. And then they hope that they can just keep the, these movies in for months. Well, mm-hmm. they can't really keep them in for months anymore. They they can extend it, but not the way they did before. But what they can do is they can do the uh, get the hype at the 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 uh, 
the uh, events, right? Oh, like yeah, TIFF like all and the whatever, festivals. The festivals. Open up a small, mm -hmm. okay? And then after a couple of weeks, they're going wide, mm -hmm. which is what they did for the holdovers. They did it for Asteroid City. They did it for poor things. And then they can hold that there for a while. And the point is, is that if you go wide, it's in everyone's face and it's relatively cheap advertising. Mm -hmm. And then you go VOD and people are like, oh, I just missed it, but I just yep. saw that but in I theaters. Now. So now I'm going to go catch it. And it seems to be working. So yeah. they're using the release as a marketing tool for VOD now mm -hmm. for these smaller films. I oh, absolutely. I completely agree. My, my favorite line from this article is, the sure bets are no longer sure bets. We're mm -hmm. living in a parallel universe. Yeah. So kind of with that in mind, like what, what is our takeaway for 2024, right? Because the, the thing for me is we shouldn't underestimate the power of nostalgia done well, right? Mario and, and being iconically how it's supposed to look. Yeah. Um, we shouldn't underestimate things that are perceived to be female audiences because Barbie struck a chord with all genders, uh -huh. right? Um, and then diverse storytelling has been doing so well too. So I feel like all of the kind of things that people have been saying you can't do or shouldn't do, 2023 was just like, it's, nah. It's attracting to younger audiences. And yeah. the, the article touches on that too, that younger audiences are looking for, especially like an aging now Gen Z, mm -hmm. they're starting to be like, oh, well, I want to I want to experience like different things in cinema, not just like your typical temple. Yeah. I, I mean, want to see Korean films. For example, there is that, but even I was surprised that Talking Heads um, stopped making sense. That that hit with Gen Z. Mm -hmm. it, it hit a chord, no pun intended. It's a concert film from yeah. 1983, I want to say. Mm -hmm. And it was re-released because of a 4K release. It got a lot of young viewers going to see this and to go see David Byrne and, and, and their music, which is kind of like... It, it's striking chords now with a generation that kind of is looking for something different. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole point. And then there are going to see other films like Poor Things, Saltburn, whatever. Yeah. The, the one thing I could say about this year, the one disappointment as in box office wise, I think was The Creator. What a beautiful movie, I believe. Love that that, I, that That confused the crap out of me. I guess maybe it just wasn't there for some people. Next year, the only movie I could think of, because we're getting a little break from superhero movies next yeah. year which it probably does need. And if it comes back in 2025, like really hard, like, I mean, and it still doesn't make money, then that could be a great sign that uh, uh, maybe we do need to let go of this genre a little bit uh, more before bringing it back. Well, and we're getting two very odd ones next yeah. year, right? We're having Deadpool for the Marvel side that, of things. Oh, there, there you go. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, right? Oh, no, you're, well, you're the thing is, is we're that getting we, it. We're just getting that, and then we're getting the, the really joke. But that's not superhero movie to me. Exactly. It and feels getting, like it's just like crazy I don't think movie. the problem is superhero no. movies, And we're though. getting Joker 2, yeah. which is not. I think, we're, I think what we're looking for is, again, a nuance to our superhero films, which even Marvel did give us for years, and not like the basic you know, tropes of superhero. Here's a hero, here's the bad guy. And that's guy. because they cranked out so many, Yeah. right? So yeah. I think, in, in I agree with you in terms of limiting it because now we can more get quality over quantity and and that stokes excitement again for each, mm -hmm. like as it progresses within their phases or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think DC just, you know, people knew it was a dying breed. So movies like The Flash, like uh, Blue Beetle and mm -hmm. Aquaman were just going to feel the burn. Yeah. Yeah, well, 2024, for me, the only movie I could think about is Sonic 3. Yes. <laughs> I cannot wait to see Shadow on screen. Let's let's go. But that's the only thing that I could figure. I hope it, it makes money like the past two. 
But uh, other than tw- it's all blank to me because I don't even know what's what's what uh, people are excited for. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell. Well, that's what Hollywood's trying yeah. to figure out. Yeah. There's trends changed a lot. I mean, uh, Barbie became a trend in a little bit in a way. It became a movie to an event to yeah. a mega event where it just to a shorthand. Yeah, I can't tell you how many people started doing the hi Barbie. I'm, I'm every and every time I go into theaters now, it's weird to me that I don't see someone in pink. Like yeah. till this day, it was day. such a thing. It was like such a till thing. this day, I got so used to it. Like I'm like, where's all the? It's like I, I almost miss it in a way. I'm usually wearing a for, fedora and a forlorn expression, but that's just me. <laughs> oh, Okay, <laughs> I'm in my bare onesie. Yeah. I, I, I with, that, with an expression of what have I done? I gotta <laughs> say, props to those two studios that put those happen to place those movies together because I think that was the most memorable movie-going experience I've had this year. Mm-hmm. Just just seeing yeah. the two of those movies really kick ass. And, uh, you know, just like everything else that opened up around it, I don't even remember. Have you heard um, Margot Robbie sit down with Killian Murphy? No, I haven't. Oh, I want to watch they, that. They do oh, that for GQ. Is that Actors on Actors? Actors on Actors. Yeah, okay. It's great. And there's a really great moment where she talks about how, you know, the folks involved with Oppenheimer told the Barbie people, you should move your movie date. And she was like, you move your movie date. If you're so scared, you move it. And and that's kind of how this like yeah. playful rivalry formed. And it's just Killian Murphy being like, brilliant, good move. Yeah. <laughs> no, it worked because you got yeah. Barbenheimer. And it, it elevated both of them. It was so fun. I don't know if, if you want to touch on um, the rankings of the studios. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, that's, we that's, totally let's, can. Let's, let's look but at that yeah. I do find this interesting because in a year where we pretty much have said, poor Disney, they are just, they're not what they used to be. Yeah. And it's like, see, it shows because they finally slipped after eight years to second place by $100 million. That's Those it. Those poor babies. $100 million after all their troubles. And the the winner, Universal, rightly so, okay. But they released, what, eight, I'm trying to do math here, seven films more, more yeah. than yeah. Disney. So that would have grossed them maybe... I don't know, $11, $12 million more on each of those films yeah. to take first place. That That's a caveat on that second place. Um, then we see Paramount, who, well, now we know why they're probably going to get b- bought Poor out buddies. soon. Mm. But, uh, yeah. but it is kind of an interesting topic because we talk about how much Disney is failing or this and that. And it's like, well, yes, you could say that. But when you look at the numbers, it's only by like not not even $100 million. Yeah. So. And one one highlight of that is that Paramount actually released a Transformers movie this year, which yeah. usually gets them. I know, I know, it's been a downhill thing, yeah. but mm-hmm. that that's that's a property that I think years before they depended on. Who was that? Who, was that that was Universal? Uh, Rise was, of the Beast, uh, Paramount. Paramount. Yeah. Oh, Paramount. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the year before they had obviously Sonic and and then Top Gun. Right. So they were having these. Remember, bangers. right after like in, like after the pandemic, we're like, wow, what is this Paramount? They're like soaring. They're the new. Yeah. They're the new new. Yeah. There's always a shocking movie. Top Gun was a shocking movie sure. at the box office. People didn't know people were going to go back. Like the guys and like the sons or whatever, the fathers, whoever. Yeah. The people who loved the first Top Gun, who wanted that nostalgia, they went and went over and over. I saw Top Gun three times. Damn. And, uh, yeah. Two of those times I didn't plan on. Mm-hmm. Actually, one was because H, uh, 40X had to see it. Mm. Yeah, it was like one of the movies where I said, I got to see that 40X. It worked. And then another time, it's just there's nothing else to watch during yeah. that time. So. Yeah. Also, something interesting, and this is the left brain of me talking, but mm-hmm. you know, Warner Brothers is, is third place with 16 films. A third of that is Barbie. Yeah. So the other 15 films, 
that just goes to show you those DC films weren't really helping them at all. When there the third of yours is one yeah. movie out of 16. Yeah, because it was what? Shazam, Blue Beetle, Flash, Flash Aquaman. and then Aquaman. Yeah, so you got four. And didn't really help. Duds. Yeah. Oh man! So, just goes to show you. So this is a this is a uh, this should be eye opening to studios, and Absolutely. I think that's why they have moved on to Gun. Mm-hmm. I think that's why Iger has removed the middlemen from Feige. Mm-hmm. I think they're agreeing that they need to instead of expand, 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 give us quality. Yes. So I do think good things are on the way in this genre, and I do think good things are on the way for these films, and I hope this is a new era of indie film. I really out. do too. Uh, because what I've seen so far, I, I, I've thought are really interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get like indie film, but it's like um, coming of age indie films or whatever. That was kind of big for a while, remember? Yeah. But um, I love that these these films now are, are very interesting. Uh, I'm also very excited to see next year that one film that no one saw coming. What's that? There's oh no, just oh, the, the, oh right, there's oh, always yeah. one. Yeah. And now I'm kind of ready for it. I'm like, which is gonna be the film? That everyone says is gonna flop, or yeah. the, the or, thing or, that or what hits the zeitgeist and goes yeah. beyond, yeah. beyond, beyond expect expected a gross. I mean, yeah. it's happened every year. I mean, it doesn't have to hit a billion, but way more than it used mm-hmm. what people thought. It's just amazing to me. Mm-hmm. It just shows you trends. You can't depend on trends anymore. You can't. It's just sometimes it's just a crapshoot. Exactly. You know? And these movies take so many. Or years in planning, it's not like you could change your direction like right away. Like, oh, people are liking to watch this. Let's bring something like no. Mm-hmm. You have your slate and you have to stick with it. And, and you it. gotta yeah, you gotta fall by mm-hmm. it too. Yep. If they're, they're gonna fall. Exactly. So, it'll be interesting. I mean, uh yeah, it'll be an interesting year next year. For sure. Well, y'all, let us know what you think about what 2024 needs to do to get butts and seats at theaters. How are movies going to work? What is going to compel people to go? What is going to drive the box office? Can we rely on old tentpoles? Do we have to dive into indie films? What do you think the solution is? Make Bob Iger talk to you. All right? Let us know. <laughs> he doesn't talk to us. He doesn't talk to us. He's like, man, that Chris girl called me out about my yacht, and I don't like her now. I'm pretty sure he voted uh, for Chris as a dick. Yeah, he, I think he, he did vote for Chris as a dick, yeah. I, I, I can see Bob Iker telling people to shut up, but by taping a $100 bill to their mouth. So, <laughs> I don't know. I just <laughs> Well, Bobby, Bobby, money, please. Yeah, please. All right. With all that down, guys, we are going to get into your questions. We yep. are going to start with our super chats. That's right. So what we got, Jonathan? We got up first, um, I believe Calvin is first. Uh, he writes, hey, guys, love the show. How long do you think we will keep seeing uh, Victoria Alonso's name as exec on Marvel stuff? She was fired almost a year ago. I mean, that's got to uh, be coming out. up. Yeah, until it runs out. <laughs> and, and it is running out. Yeah. I mean, it, it and, and we'll have to see for, yeah. for Deadpool now because. Yeah. We only have one Marvel film coming out this year. That could be the last. I would imagine she's still on that. I'd imagine she's on Blade if it ever comes out. Ooh. So you, yeah. so you may see a gap and then she pops up again. If it ever comes out. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. So the last thing that she has on here is What If. Um, okay, that could have been it. Oh, excuse me. Ironheart, she is still an executive okay. producer listed on. And this is IMDb, so that could be wrong. So we still have a few more projects with her on there. Yeah, when you release 10,000 like, projects, you're going to be yeah. on there all the while. <laughs> Um, okay. Um, did I 
Okay, we just did that one. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Fraser says, get well, John, and props to you, Chris and crew. Thank you, Aw, man. thanks, Kevin. We appreciate you. Thanks for being here. Yeah. And then Raymond Vrata says, rest in peace. Yeah, David Soul. Yeah. Don't give up on us, baby. Um, David Soul from Starsky and Hutch. <gasps> that's um, right. Okay. Obviously, yeah. that's that was a series that, I don't know if it ran into the early 80s, but it's definitely a 70s series, so... Not a lot of this generation is aware of it. No, because it was from 1975 and it ran for four seasons. Okay, so 79. Yeah. So it My ended mom right is when obsessed. I was, yeah. It ended right when I was born. Aw. Yeah. But yeah, it's a loss. Man. Um, seconds from Disaster writes, has there been any movement on the Mortal Kombat sequel? I'm looking forward to seeing how they do Shao Kahn. They cast him perfectly. I don't know if they're Ray gasped. Been. Ray has an expression on his face there. <laughs> I, I thanks for bringing this up. The other day, I just I don't know why I had Mortal Kombat in my mind. I went on YouTube and started watching reactions to the first trailer that they dropped, and <laughs> I was just so happy because sometimes when I do that, I go back to when I saw the trailer. Uh -huh. I didn't think the movie was that bad. There's one aspect of the movie I didn't care about, which if they left that part out, I thought it'd been a really good movie. Scorpion chasing Sub Zero the whole time, the whole time. Forest. The snow in lava, it doesn't matter. I would watch those two go at it all day. But they added this character, Cole. So um, I, I haven't heard any movement. I'm looking forward to it because there's supposed to be Johnny Cage is supposed to be introduced, which is if the character is played right, is going to be a ball to watch because he's so cocky. He's so like, man, I want to punch this guy in the face, but he's going to be on my side if I had to pick teams because he... he He's, he's a really dope character in the game. So I haven't heard anything. I wish I did. I think it has to do with Warner Brothers doing their little Zazlaf coming in and, you know, taking care and taking things out. <laughs> right? Yeah. Do, maybe that might have something to Could do be. with it. I, I, I haven't heard anything lately, to be honest. I would be on that. The axe swings far and wide. It's yeah. hard yes. to say. All right. So we got Shamrock Vibes, who says the most anticipated TV series is now season two of Wolf Hall. I'm familiar with the history of Thomas Cromwell and Mark Rylance portrayed him with incredible acting. I highly recommend watching the first season. Thomas, okay. okay. I had called? to do a Google of this. This is Wolf Hall on Masterpiece Theater with oh. uh, PBS. I like Rylance. I mean, Mark Rylance is amazing. He's in Dunkirk, right? Which is yes, and Damian Lewis is in this too from Homeland. Ooh, Okay. Interesting. So it's a period piece, the story of Thomas Cromwell. Um, we've got Damien Lewis's uh, King Henry. Ooh, okay. I will have to check that out. Yeah, very, very fun. Of British guys in there for you. Yeah, the lanky ones. It's I love them. All lanky. British I love guys. them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> King Henry the Eighth. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when he was beheaded. Oh, okay. Okay. So Thomas. Now I, I was thinking Oliver Cromwell, Thomas Cromwell. <gasps> he was. Yeah. Uh, he worked for Henry the Eighth. Uh, there's a movie called A Man for All Seasons. It's an older movie. Oh, I'm not and, familiar with uh, this. And it's about the, his relationship with Henry VIII. And I believe, well, we saw him in The Tudors, that mm -hmm. character, or that that actual that person version, that yeah. was portrayed. Yeah, so interesting. Jonathan okay. just released his inner Rob right now. <laughs> I love history, man. I got a degree. Yeah, yeah. Um, Seconds from Disaster. Do you think Echo kills Vanessa off screen and that's why Kingpin is screaming, what did you do? Maybe that's why she's not cast in Daredevil. Oh, she is cast in Daredevil, though. Yeah. Or, well, um, excuse me, not, she's not cast. It's they replaced the actress. So that, because it's not the same actress who we know is playing Vanessa, Vanessa. moving forward. Oh, okay. 
Vanessa. Vanessa. But uh, he could be saying, what did you do? I mean, she shot him. Yeah, for a multitude of things. Yeah. Maybe, But maybe, maybe also she killed Vanessa. Who's oh, to say? That's cold. He got a new Vanessa. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Clayton uh, Youngkin with his two-parter. Hey, Chris. That's Hi. her. Hey, Chris. It's me. X-Men 97 is the most anticipated, is his most anticipated show. Mm-hmm. Been more than 25 years since it aired. I'm wondering if it's possible to de-age the cast voices. Uh, when Adam West reprised Batman in the animated movies, you could really hear his age coming through and mm. uh, his performance, and it took me out of it. That's a great question. Well, Clayton, that is a great question. You can de-age voices. We've seen this with you know the likes of Mark Hamill popping back up in The Mandalorian. However... So many of those people are seasoned voice actors, right? Not to say that Adam West wasn't. Adam West, though, iconically was known for playing Batman on screen. And then he obviously dived into my favorite voiceover is him playing himself on Family Guy as Mayor Adam West. Most of the people who are in X-Men 97 are seasoned voiceover vets. They are fabulous, fabulous voice actors who have been working for decades and have beautiful control over their voices. So while they have aged, obviously, and while they may sound a little different, I think that it's probably still going to sound pretty on point with how they were originally. Um, And I don't think it's going to be something that'll take me out of it. It might for you. And I can understand that with Adam West, but I I love hearing those same familiar voices. Mm -hmm. And I also just am of the belief that we should, even though animation is timeless and it's a a time capsule of how this character is always going to be, heck, they're almost always in the same clothes. I love the idea of letting our actors age gracefully and not making it so they have to fit this other blueprint. And also, I cannot wait for X-Men 97. I know every time I bring it up, I get shunned on the show. But you know what? I'm excited for it too. Although I did did start watching the the original episodes oh and, and they're great story-wise and but age, when you right? but age. when you watch it you're yeah. like why are they always in the same clothes and well, why is it and like and like certain things happen in that kind of like style of animation where you're like that doesn't make any sense like, no. you gotta really suspend a lot of disbelief I just we started the way- rewatching, and like yeah. logan would be like why is that motorcycle on a roof yeah how? Or, or why is How? it colored bright more brighter than yeah. oh because it's about to move it's about to yeah. move <laughs> um what i loved about the x-men series is there's so many superheroes that you could attach yourself to different kinds different and they all had their little yeah showcase. it's a cartoon brian they had a showcase they had a little showcase of it, it's a cartoon brian as i'm going to bring up here but they're it's also <laughs> more re- like better cartoons. I'm just saying it's yeah. it's a cartoon is not or it's a superhero movie or it's a whatever. I still like it. You don't have to like be hurt by this. I like <laughs> it. He's not but hurt. I'm just it's saying I'm just saying, you know, when you rewatch it, there there are a lot with cartoons nowadays, especially with like large IPs, they're yeah. a little more careful with well, you know. Uh, honestly, it's one of the things as a kid that I loved so much about Sailor Moon was, oh my gosh, they wear different outfits. Mm-hmm. Like they changed their clothes. Oh, and that they was did. Yeah. And it was a 90s show yeah. and no one did that. You no were always, changed, you no wore one... the same outfit or you wore your superhero outfit. And those were the two things like Spider-Man like, did like that. All when the that. mutants were discovering their powers, they were already in their, their like, <laughs> they were almost like their suits. superhero you know, outfits. The that's 90s a, were weird. Oh, yeah. no, that's not as bad. <laughs> No one ever changed the Muppet Baby diapers. They wore the same diapers, right? I still love the scene of the opening of Muppet Babies when they open the closet and a TIE fighter's flying at them. That show was great. Yeah, I never knew that. I never. Oh, it's in the opening credits. I didn't watch Star Wars back then. But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, on the just before we move on, Mm -hmm. on the topic of Adam West, 
If you guys like Adam West, even if you're on the fence, uh, maybe we need to put up a poll here. But there's a great Adam West documentary called Starring Adam West. It will really make you appreciate the man. So go see or find it somehow. Documentary starring Adam West. What do you want the poll to be? Are you interested in this documentary? Are you not interested in this documentary? It's Chris a Dick. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. 68%. Bobby Jackson says, Happy New Year, BBC. Hi, Chris. When will you be doing more stand-up? You were great back in November. Oh, my gosh. Bobby Jackson, thank you so much. And thank you for saying hi when I did the stand-up. That was really nice. Um, I hopefully will be doing more. I really liked doing it with uh, all of Harloff's crew because everyone was just super supportive and kind to each other. And and you don't always run into that, unfortunately, when you're doing stand-up. And it was a, a very nice community. Um, so, I don't know. Hopefully, I'll do more of it in 2024. I definitely liked getting back out there. Um, but thanks for going. I appreciate you. Yay. Yay. And now we got Big Roy. Big Roy. Chris, again, mm-hmm. when voice acting and translating from another language, should the artist respect the original source or add their own interpretation? Thanks. Ooh, Big Roy. That's such a great question. Yeah, it is. That's, a, that's, that's a, some inside baseball right yeah. there. Yeah. So um, there's kind of two schools of thoughts here. Uh, so you could be doing something in which you are matching what's called the mouth flaps, mm-hmm. right? Uh, for lack of a better term, where you are trying to match the actual movement of a mouth. And so then you are already kind of matching the intention of the cartoon itself or the person who's speaking. Um, So you are limited on your emotional choices because you're matching that image. Now, if it's an NPC kind of moment or you're off camera, that sort of thing, then you can kind of freewheel a little bit more. A lot of times uh, vocal choices, as far as tone goes, your director will talk to you about, yes, this character, we like that they have this pre-existing lower voice or... Sometimes that'll happen with me is just, yeah, it's an NPC. Make it sound different than the other characters you're doing or make it sound different this way. Or, hey, you're replacing this voice. Make sure it sounds like this cat. So there's a couple different things. But uh, basically, if you are matching somebody on camera, just always make sure you are matching their emotional intention. All right. All right, Big Roy. Cool. Um, Dildar, the glorious. (laughs) I cannot wait for Echo. Have you guys seen the fight scene with Daredevil. It was awesome, but of course certain YouTubers are complaining because woman bad. I mean, woman bad. They are the ultimate villain. We're the apex predator. Yeah, the apex predator. (laughs) Man, this lady. Wait, but... My God. uh, Have you seen the fight scene? Did they show like an extended cut of it? Because I've only seen what's in the trailer. I was going to say. Mere moments, seconds. Daredevil echo fight scene. You know what? I haven't, and I'm not going to. Until yeah, I'm gonna I watch see the it. Show. I'm until gonna watch it within. I'm sorry. I gotta just wait. I'll yeah. just wait. Yeah, this is something that seems to be. Oh, it was a leak that okay. happened two oh, yeah, days no, ago. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Kind of seems like if you're complaining about women bad, then you're scared of girls. Yeah. <laughs> um, Raymond Verada writes: Hope Joe Coy really meets Spielberg and oh, at the Globes. LOL. Is that a thing? Did yeah, Joe, Joe Coy wanted to. It sounds like it sounds like he's been uh, pleading to meet him. Well, I'm not oh gonna, yeah, I, I'm not even going to look into it. it. That's what it sounds like from his question. Maybe um, if that's something that he's uh, been very vocal about meeting uh, Spielberg because he's a personal hero, an idol. Sure. Yeah, of course, I would love everyone to meet their favorite person in the world. I mean, you know what I mean. It kind of reminds me of last year, and the cynic in me is like, how much of it was just kind of Hollywood faking it? Yeah. When uh, why can't everything everywhere all at once? Uh, oh, a coy. Oh. Uh, yeah, co- a ho- uh, um, he, 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 he ran into Harrison Ford yeah. at an event, 
And it's like, don't was you that, dare was that, that fabricated? No. And then when he ran into Spielberg and he gave him a hug, mm-hmm. well, we made sure the cameras were right there. Yeah. Maybe they still hadn't met, but they were like, but also be aware of it. Yeah, so maybe, maybe it was a mix. Off. I, I don't agree. You never that. know what's organic and what's yeah, not. But, yeah. but I want to believe it was organic, and that's you fine. You just don't try to taint that. that that's my No, because I want to believe it's organic. Yeah. I'm just saying. We live in this in this in this in this air in in this area, and we work within the the industry. We know, yeah, of uh, things are staged, yeah, or things are situated, yeah, situated, yeah. exactly. I'll accept situated. <laughs> um, Harry Bagel, just with some support. So thank you so Thanks, much, Harry Bagel. Um, <laughs> that sounds. So uh, yeah, uh, if you get sounds, a Harry Bagel, by the way, that sounds so gross. Thank him because he's supportive. <laughs> Does he trying to say that, like like a butthole? <laughs> Well, I really hope this isn't his actual name because he's never going to give us support again, right? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Andy writes, uh, Happy New Year's. Hope John gets better soon. I've watched 107 films that came out in 2023. Oh, You don't wow. have kids. And I'm adding two more today. Uh, thank you so much for inspiring my love of film. Oh, Andy, that's awesome. And also, yeah, that's so many movies. I don't. I don't have an excuse like you, though, of like not having kids. You watch kids. more movies than I am. I, have, I, have, I am childless and... Just living my best life. (laughs) Only seeing movies when I want. (laughs) Dang. Dang, independent lady. Yeah. All right. Women, women scary. That's why we're so scary. Women bad. Was that what you said? Women bad. Andy, with a two-parter this time. All right, two-parter. I realized on New Year's that this is the final year for me to live out my 20s. (gasps) Uh, Well, 30s are great, so... Is there any advice y'all can give me before I turn 30 on March um, next year? I haven't been out of state since I was four, so I know I want to go to New York. Mm-hmm. I go Do to that. all the late night shows, particularly John Oliver. Do hey, that. man, why stop Ooh. at out of state? Go out of country. Yeah. Travel. Absolutely. Travel's the best thing. New York is so fun, especially going to those late night shows. Um, John Oliver, amazing. Uh, I had the the good fortune of getting to see The Daily Show with Jon Stewart when he was still doing it one of the times I went to New York. That's always super, super fun. Man, I don't know. Your your twenties, honestly, it, as they kind of roll into the. 30s, I think what so you. Like, I think one of the best years. I'm not saying it's the best, but one of the best years is 25, mm-hmm. because you kind of have gotten your. You kind of have learned the ropes of your twenties, yeah. and you can rent a car. And, and yeah. yeah, you can rent a car. You're a little older, making you a little more money than when you were first down. starting out of college. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you've done some travel, so you kind of have like your stuff getting together. Also, your brain has completed development. Yeah. Because you're technically your brain is not fully developed to your 25, and then you got that next half decade, you know, to enjoy yourself wisely. But man, when you turn 30, it actually feels really good. Yeah. You kind of feel like a little, and even from my age now, I'm like 30, so young, but but you feel a little more distinguished. So enjoy your 30s. Yeah. Because once you hit 40s, it starts going fast. Also, also, um, I hope you do all those things. I think. Do any of us have any travel, goals? Travel, 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 man. Goals this year. Like my one more Ooh. most important thing is sometime next year, I do want to take a train from California all the way maybe to Chicago or New York just to see. I love traveling by train. I, I have never traveled by train. I, the longest long I've distance. done by train was Los Angeles to Portland, Oregon. I was just looking up that one. Yeah, I want to ah. do the one that goes up to Seattle. Yeah. You get, go by the coast. But there's one they do where it goes all the way to Chicago and it stops maybe some. New York. It goes mm-hmm. all the way to Maine, I think. Uh-huh. And it's it's like the Starlight or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. It's like 900 bucks from the last I saw. Dude, it's I, worth it. You get sleeping cars are cool. I just uh, I just yeah. want to take in the just 
the USA. Yeah. Like, uh, and then you don't have to drive, so yeah. it's yeah. great. And the rails have great, like, man, you'll see some incredible views off mm-hmm. the rails. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have, yeah, like, the, they're supposed like to be Like, the highways are more built for, like, to connect cities. Yeah. The rails can go wherever is most convenient, so you're going to see some great landscapes. I'm only so scared beautiful. of tornadoes. Why the odds of a tornado hitting you on yeah, the train? On the train, pretty slim. That should be good. Okay, should be fine. But yeah, Andy, your thirties are going to be great. Thirties are fantastic. I got married at thirty. Um, I think I was I, 34, 35 when yeah. I got married. You know, thirties just, just, are wonderful. Yeah, just enjoy it. There's not going to be. It's not going to be like you're going to wake up at thirty and be like, oh my god, my life is over. This you're going to be thirty, flirty, and your thriving. life has just begun. It's just going to yeah. roll into it, man. There's nothing. You your know, life has just begun yeah. because the things you can accomplish as you get older. Yeah, yeah dude. It's just, just number, baby. I know. You can still watch Riverdale. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah, you can watch. You can Wait, they cancel it? The, all of those actors were in their 30s. Think of so. it. One day, you're going to be that cogity old man in the rocking chair. And you're like, I'm watching my stories, and it's going to be it's going to be uh, Riverdale. In my day, Veronica got to have a threesome. Yeah. This is a threesome scene. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Uh, everybody's favorite, Harry Bagel's back. Yay! BBC crew, will you take one when John retires? Take we one take what? One when John retires, we take, take one. one. Will we take like the show? Like take one for the team? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Or like, will we take a show? Or I mean, we might work together. I'd like to keep working together. Or, or, like keep working together. or does it have anything to do with the Harry Bagel? Will we take? We take one. I'll take one. I'll for a dollar ninety nine, I'll take one. No. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Mike Hudspeth. Um, if that was your last uh, super chat, Harry Bagel, we appreciate. We love you, Harry Bagel. For us, yes. Um, and we all apologize for Ray. Mike Hudspeth writes: I googled BBC and Batman Beyond didn't pop up. <laughs> yeah, you want to know why? Because we're secret, bro. Yeah. Not on Google. Come on. Pop up is an unfortunate turn of phrase. There, yeah. turn on safe search, my friend. Yeah, a monstrous pop up <laughs> is what we're saying. You think a you think, terrifying pop up? We're, we're not even. In the shadows, people think we're in the shadows. We oh, are the shadows. Are shadows. <laughs> you think we're gonna be on Google? We're in the shadows too. That. <laughs> Jeez, dude. It's like a wow. Oh uh, yeah, let's go next. Yeah, you you gotta at least use Yahoo search. Also, yeah. do incognito mode. Jump if on ever, Bing. If you ever search BBC again, incognito, incognito. mode. Yeah, your history will be safe. I think. <laughs> oh, I like this one from Max. Only I Google it and only saw the news. I'm sad. No, Sorry, oh, Max. <laughs> or what? What? What if it's one of these things? Because I'm starting to find it's kind of annoying, kind of scary. I'll search for like a shoe, something to buy. And all of a sudden, if I'm searching my Reddit, the little ad there is the exact same thing I was just oh, yeah. searching. So what if his... I literally what thought his, things and it's come, come up his, on ads. What if his is BBC like all over the place? And they're like, what the heck? Well, look, hey, <laughs> it, it, you, you've searched BBC. Now you're going to be able to watch... Um, uh, what's the award show? The BAFTAs. The BAFTAs. Yeah. It'll come up as an ad. So Listen, there you go. We all search stuff. We all the same. Yeah, yeah we, we all the same. We all the same. You know? Sometimes all right. stack up. Jay Loco says, 12 hours into 2024 and the world got blessed with trailers for Mickey Mouse horror movie and horror game. We're lucky yet again with another movie coming soon. Yeah, those so came out of What are those? Are they, is that, is no, that because, no, no. The day after the copyright was lifted yeah. off the Steamboat, there's a they horror movie it. that they released and a game. Um, Did I, you ever play Mickey Mouse, like, like Castle of Illusion? You don't like that, huh, Chris? Chris I is hate it. I hate it. I think it's such... This is my personal opinion, and you can disagree with okay, it. So they did a cool we welcome your opinion thing. sometimes. I, I think that it's such low-hanging fruit to take iconic, family-friendly fare and then be like, and I'm going to make it horrific, disgusting, etc. That'll the teach Grinch, them. 
uh, blood and honey, like all of those kinds of things where it's just, I, I would rather you do something new and interesting with horror. Wait, wait, I think I see the ghost of Taylor saying, shut up, Chris. I know. He loves those things. <laughs> he loves them so much. Shout out to Taylor once again. Love What's Taylor. Up, love Taylor. He's in San Francisco right now. It's oh, David yes. and his um, six-year anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Yay. Love you Hope you guys have fun. I love you, boys. Yep. Okay. Uh, Ron A says, this week it's two times the BBC. Two times. That's right. Can't you handle it? Wait, can't you handle it? Yes. Oh, this is going to get away from you. Too much for some. <laughs> but I loves it. <laughs> it's on, a man. threesome of entertainment. <laughs> oh. Speak. Ron H. A swinging good time. KY? I mean, oh, for Y? <laughs> Take it all in. And y'all get it? Downtown represent. Maybe he needs to do the stand-up. Wow. Thank you for 1475, by the way. Thank you very much, Ron H. You always are funny in the chat, and you're funny in Super Chats, too, I guess. Oh, man. Boy, I missed an opportunity. I could have read that like uh, Kingpin. Yeah. You could have. Or in the Just a Baby voice. Yeah, it's just a baby. Well, you just put a car down. That's not... All right, Luis Enrique de la Peñas writes, uh, Happy New Year, Batman Beyond Crew. Tomorrow we celebrate the Three Wise Men's Day where everyone eats a special type of pastry known as Rosca de Reyes. Okay. It's good with hot cocoa. Nice. Rosca. Uh, have you ever tried it? I'm going to look it up. Three Maybe Kings Bread. Oh, it kind of looks like king cake. Could I have sounded more Southern saying that? Y'all got kai kai? Is it kai kai? Sorry, I'm Luis. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, you know what? They sell this at Aldi. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Because I remember looking at it, and it looks like um, it looks like uh, oh, I'm on the three shot. It looks like conchas, <laughs> oh, which are like a Mexican um, mm-hmm. pastry, but it but it's like you know a ring or whatever. But oh, yeah, people in the chat are saying that it is king cake. Oh, okay. Okay, well then, I, does it still have a baby in it? Because well, we said we said the same thing when we saw it. We're like, oh, it's kind of like uh, a king cake or something. Yeah. But, oh, you know what? Then I guess I celebrate that every week. Because <laughs> I love that stuff. <laughs> every time I go to like a Spanish market or whatever, I always buy at least one. Maybe that's why I'm so buff. So buff. <laughs> in the, the stomach. <laughs> do you guys do the king cake thing though? No, no, no. But I will tomorrow. I will go to Aldi and go buy whatever this. I mean, I would get that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love, I love Spanish food. It's Mm -hmm. Mexican food, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Um, Miguel Zayan says, "Hey y'all, re the DCU? Which characters, teams that weren't or haven't been announced by Gun? Would y'all want to see? And in which form, film or TV?" Uh, film. I can answer that right now. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Tom King's new series, The Human Target, mm. done in HBO. Thanks. Mm. Ooh, and also, Miguel, thank you for that $20 super chat. Oh my gosh. Thank you, thank you. Any thoughts? Because I'm not team? as big as on, on... I'm within the DC, the Batman world, but not really beyond Batman. I mean, I really want Constantine to take yeah, the center dark. stage with yeah. Swamp Thing and Zatanna and all of them. I love the Justice League Dark characters. Yep. Um, I would really like Booster Gold in the mix. Uh, and I know that Blue Beetle, we are continuing that actor, not necessarily that story. Um, I really love the Ted Cord uh, uh, Blue Beetle who has the team up with Booster Gold. I think that'd be fun. And I feel like that's right up James Gunn's alley. We're getting well, the lantern. With, with, yeah. with the Asylum series coming out, it really want, makes me want to see something like um, the video game Arkham Asylum. Love that. Not movie. necessarily an adaptation, but inspired by yeah. or take elements from that where he's trapped in the asylum. I know that's not a character. Uh, beyond that, I've always been interested in the character Hush. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we sort of got that with Riddler in a sense. Yeah. It was a kind of a inspired Feels by like Hush. It. Yeah. But maybe, you know, that was the Reeves universe. Maybe we could see it in the gun DCU mm-hmm. Hush or something like that. For yeah. sure. You know, it, it, that it, I actually sorry that I yeah. could see as a HBO style like series. Yeah. I guess I, yeah. it's really tough because we've gotten some team DC team things on CW, and some of them didn't work out, and some of them did. It's mm-hmm. it's a uh, it all. I really want to see the Superman legacy just to see where James Gunn is uh, going to take this new DC. Before I can actually say what teams because he might have a style that's not fitting to. The teams that I would want to see. I don't know. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see what he does. I'm very excited. I mean, I think all of us are a little bit. Yeah. Right? I mean, Superman has never been my favorite, but just knowing James Gunn is going to take him. Yeah, I'm excited. And I'm it, actually yeah. looking at Superman figures right now. Well, and, and also. Sentry is looking at me and he's like, I'm going to slap your face. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, even Damn. like some of the, the cool concept art we've seen um, with Corn Sweat. Yeah. Um, Looks yeah, good. Look, looks great. Looks very, yeah, we're very all good. Spent. We're just waiting, Mr. Yeah. Gunn. Oh, and then obviously, we want Batman Beyond. Yeah. Give us Terry McGinnis. Give Baby us Old Slate. Man Wayne. Baby Slate. And and frankly, give me Jason Todd, but while he's still Robin, and kill him, you cowards. <gasps> oh! Do it. Bet. Bet. Do it. Spoiler, it is next. I would love to Coming, see that. I mean, yeah. Bet. <laughs> um, okay, also, I forgot to mention, thank you so much for the $20 super yeah. chat, Miguel. Um, and then Christ Courage with the $10 Super Chat. Chris, if you could be in any show or movie and you could pick your role, what would it be? Uh, for me, it would probably be Lothar from Power Rangers Ninja Storm. It's very specific. He's the main villain. Ooh. Um, I really <laughs> wanted to be Janet in The Good Place. Um, every oh, I time gonna I see Darcy, uh, I, I love that. I thought you were going to say Janet from Rocky Horror. Damn it, Jam Janet. Janet. I love you. Oh, you could play a Janet. I could do Janet. Yeah. I'd be Janet. I've done uh, musical uh, theater. Um, I'd love to be Squirrel Girl. Y'all know this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd love to be Rogue, but Kiki Palmer is a way better choice. Um, I don't know. I, I would just like to, to work. I would have really liked to get <laughs> work. work. Just work. <laughs> I would like to, I would like funny to have you, jobs. It's funny because most non-actors would have this, like, oh, I'd love to do this. Or and yeah. it's like, but when you act, actually ask, ask an actor, they'd be like, well, I want to work. I, wanna, so, I would like to be on a on a show. Yes to all of that. Yeah. Um, Stranger Things would have been something I really would have liked. And I'm oh, really wow. bummed that, I, that um, oh, my gosh, why am I blanking on the name right now? Glow. Um, I got to audition for it once. And then that show got canceled. And I really, really wanted to be on Glow. I loved that show. Uh, I hate to hijack this chat, but can we go yeah. back to that Rosca de Reyes? Uh, oh, please question. do. Let's talk about brand. Uh, no, I'm just saying. If you have the time right now, look up Frosted Cream Puff Rosca de Reyes. <laughs> and don't tell me you don't want that thing in your mouth. Okay. So Mike <laughs> Joyce says, The Holdovers is so good. Such a heartwarming movie. All three of the main characters give great performances and should get Oscar noms on Peacock now. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> Ray's just that staring was amazing, at man. They got like little pistachios. Sorry, let's let's give respect to the person. Yeah, 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 I'm excited to let's, see the holdovers. I am I'm excited so to glad see that, the holdovers. Yeah. I don't know if you had seen Mike uh, sideways, same director, team mm-hmm. up with Paul Giamatti. Sideways is like one of my favorite movies. Um, yeah. It's in the list of top 20 of Gotta Be. So I'm excited to see this. Oh, I know it's a totally different tone, though. Yeah. Speaking of Giamatti, uh-huh. San Andreas. He was in San Andreas. Right? And speaking oh, yeah. of that, did anyone feel the earthquake? <laughs> <laughs> we did. Yeah. Uh, Shamrock Vibes says Saltburn Salt is shocking and cringy. It's a good movie. 
You're better to stream it as you can hide behind your cushions. Rosalind Pike uh, deserves a nomination. Ooh, okay, excellent. Yeah, and I would even say something like um, Poor Things is like, don't watch a mixed company. Ooh. So. There's, there's, okay, there's Saltburn, but there's this, the movie that you guys uh, brought up in the uh, nominations, Zone of Interest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's, without knowing anything about it, there's never been a title, I think, that has been had me interested in figuring out what it's about. You know what's funny? Other I than had, that, it's a great title, I think. I, ha I actually had the opposite. So when I first heard Zone of Interest, mm -hmm. I I was like, oh, that sounds like some cheesy, like, like streaming action film. Yeah. Oh, no, and then it, I found out more about it. I'm it like, oh, like okay. territory to me. Like, oh, mm -hmm. this is my land. And this is it. What? I, I'll look it up to see what it's about. I'm probably mm -hmm. really wrong. <laughs> Um, we got Dildar, the glory. New anime recommendation is called, or it's called <gasps> Delicious in Dungeon, about going through a dungeon eating monsters. It's weekly on Netflix. The actress is Nami on the OP live action. What um, piece? Is doing, oh, is doing her first anime role. Aww. Oh, great. So they're eating the monsters in the dungeon? Yeah. It, it's like a like cooking mama with dungeons. Um, maybe I, I added it to my queue. I don't know anything right. about it except for that there's food and dungeons. All right, <laughs> and it's an anime. And then uh, <laughs> wrapping up our super chats, simply from Doctor Stinky, Stinky, a dollar in support. We appreciate all your guys' Thank support. Thank you so much, Doctor Stinky. And we can move over to our wonderful. I'm going to refresh here real quick. Member questions. Um, if you guys become members, or if someone gives you a membership. You can uh, ask questions over here and we'll answer it. Yeah. Here they are. Mr. 47, no question. You got, love you guys. And thanks for all you do. Happy belated New Year uh, and Christmas. Oh, thanks, Mr. 47. Yeah. And uh, Alan um, says, happy Friday, Chris, Jonathan, and Ray. What are some movies you're all looking forward to seeing this year? Mm -hmm. Sonic 3. Sonic I mean, 3. Okay. So that, and That's definitely it. for me, like Dune 2 Deadpool. and. Um, uh, Deadpool, I mean, is like, Deadpool. but it's it's a ways off. Yeah, I'm kind of excited for some more films to be like, like announced announced in in, you know, yeah. in between those two mm -hmm. ten poles. Yeah, you know, it, did Wicked come out this year? I'm not sure. Uh, I hope so. But you know it's what's Wicked, weird about Wicked. why we're having struggling, or maybe for me at least, is we don't have a lot of the Marvel films out. So now you got to really look into those schedules and yeah. stuff. Um, we got to go watch those hoity toity. It's movies. almost like we have to learn to function without Marvel. Yeah. Or DC. It's like an addiction. You know what I mean? We got to get off of that. Yeah. Um, hopefully, there's we get some great movies. I, I Did he say what he was excited no, for? No, he didn't. No. See, that's my one gripe. I know you guys have Just only- Just put it a, in our laps. Another uh, um, an, an amount of lines that you could type in. But try to just show me. Oh, no, I want to know about you too. Like what? what are uh, you that's the fun do? thing is that if you become a member, uh, you can write as many lines as you yeah. want. We want to oh. answer everything, mm -hmm. but you never know. Although we do try to shy away from huge paragraphs because it yeah. does take a lot. Yeah, those those are only reserved for Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Zelda Master writes, Chris. Chris. Uh, what did you think of the Doctor Who Christmas special? Uh, I thought Nakuti did amazing and loved his chemistry with everyone, but especially with Millie Gibson. Uh, May cannot come soon enough. Yeah, Zelda Master, we talked about this a little bit yesterday too. I loved this special so much. Um, Scooty is so, so wonderful on this. Um, Shooty, excuse me, um, is so, so wonderful. I think he's going to be such a great doctor. And uh, I'm really excited. Really liked Millie too. She did great as Ruby. It's going to be a fun season starting fun. in May. Um, and it is being marked as like season one of Doctor Who. You can jump in right there or you can start at the very beginning back, you know, 60 years ago. 
right, so we'll run through some of these a little quicker. Mm -hmm. But we got CJ Rebirth. Chris, are you familiar with Demon Slayer anime? Yes. Finally binge-watched it last year in the fall and loved it. Hilarious, emotionally, and beautifully animated. And this year, we're getting a movie and new season. We are getting a movie, which means I need to catch up because I am woefully behind on Demon Slayer. It is one of my friend's favorite shows, and I have only seen a couple episodes, but it's really delightful. Um, a bar that I used to go to uh, in, in NoHo, it used to be the 513. Um, it's changed now. It's now Cantiki. Um, but the 513 used to do Demon Slayer Sundays. And it wasn't an actual thing. It's just this real cool bartender there just wanted to watch anime while she was working. Um, and that's where I would usually watch it. Oh, that's just another place that Chris doesn't tell people Do about. you want to drive down to North Hollywood on a Sunday and have a drink? What was the place? Block. Well, it was 513 and now it's Cantiki. Uh. Cantiki's Silence. cute. Because <laughs> there's also like uh, Tiki No. That's tiki No tiki. is really good too. Yeah. yeah. North Hollywood. No, I'm just mm -hmm. All right, uh, Dildar, not, not such glorious Dildar, I guess. <laughs> nice to see the BBC together again. I missed it. I need more BBC in my life. <laughs> LOL, how was your New Year's? Careful what oh. you wish for. <laughs> yeah. How are your New Year's, guys? Oh, oh. Um, well, you know, we're five days in. So. Yeah. Yeah. What would you so do good? for New Year's Eve? Um, I sat outside in the freezing cold air with my dog, Loa, as she was uh, panting and and. Pacing. Oh yeah, the fireworks. fireworks oh. oh yeah, yeah. Me, I had so. both my dogs right here, and then I just I fell asleep at ten. I don't. It's like okay, okay. Like there's some like Fourth of July and things like that. You know, America, America, a okay, right? But yeah, but I'm sick some, of Fourth of July and New Year's. Yeah, as soon as I got, I'm getting older. It's like those. There's things that like I don't mind skipping. Like I'm not. I'll, and the street, like in Vegas, like hanging off street sign or whatever Woo! like that. You know, I mean, I think those days are done. I don't know. Maybe someone needs to bring it out of me. But it's, yeah, I, I just, I was fine sleeping at home. The recovery from those days at our age takes it's a lot longer. Long. It's like, it's like a three-day recovery. Whereas I before, was I was good 3 p.m. on the dot the yeah. next day. Like now I, it's like 3 p.m. a week later. I didn't party, but I stayed out late. And I, like, actually late, not Chris Carr late. I left Tiffany and Travis's party at 9.30. Went to my friend Mia's at Desert Five Spot and stayed there. And I couldn't get a lift home till almost 3 a.m. It took me two hours to get a lift. Mm. And so I was just miserable. Mm. But it, it was an open bar party and your girl's smart. And while everyone was getting their stupid Red Bulls and vodkas and shitty spicy margaritas, I got top shelf scotch. Mm. There you go. We played a win. All right, let's do three more here. Um, Christian Rodriguez says, I know it isn't much, but man, that little teaser for Arcane Season 2 got me hyped. Whoa. Have a good day, BBC. What? What? So what? Arcane season two. I haven't uh, seen Arcane season one, but I know everyone loves it. Five um, hours ago. What? Whoa. Huh? We're gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm looking at it. Well, while while we're also looking at that, uh, Matt says hello. Simply says no question. Just want to shout out BBC. You're all amazing. Thanks, okay. man. Also, while she's watching that, I I like to bring up that I watch Sonic Prime. What is it on? <laughs> I'm sorry, I had a candy cane in my mouth. All right, Sonic Prime. What's it on? What's the streaming? It's on? a Netflix. Uh -huh. um, it's uh, it has Shadow in there, and I kind of like it. It's cute. It's for kids. It's it's definitely for kids. But you know what? It's gonna prep me for uh, Sonic Three. But anyways, Chris, um, I don't I don't know what to say. Well, right that's now. all right because <laughs> I'm gonna go back and we'll watch we'll you watching that. No. J Superboy, can friends. you zoom zoom in on our eyes while she's watching? Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, J Superboy says, "Hey y'all, happy New Year!" So new trailer for Echo came out. Did it just confirm Netflix Daredevil's canon? Well, yeah, it definitely yes. does. 
Yeah. And is it me or Daredevil's looking slim in that? Like his suit oh, is Oh, he's more, looking good. He's looking. looking good. He's looking. He's mm-hmm. look, he looks. He looks great. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Jesse has a turtle. Says, "What bad movie <laughs> from last year would you add to the National Film Registry?" What bad movie? Oh my God, Expendables. I think. Yeah. You, you know what? It's we, Expendables. We watch. It, it's not even Meg Two. It's Expendables. You know what? I would watch Meg Two if someone said, "Hey, I haven't seen it, and they really want to see it." I would watch Meg Two. Expendables. I'd be like, mm, "I'm gonna go cook some food." <laughs> I didn't see it, so I can't weigh in. But I'll take yeah, your. Yeah, is there I'll a bad opinion. movie? What was or a bad or disappointment? Mean, your disappointment. Disappointment. Then. We'll Ooh. say disappointment. Then. Renfield disappointed me. I expected really? that to be better, but yeah. that's also not like the bad movie I'd push forward. I, I didn't like Flash. I, I know oh, that okay, other, yeah. and other people that, that, did. That could be considered disappointment. Yeah. All right, and then uh, for a final. Um, although you still need to answer this about Arcane if you can. Oh, yeah. It looks really messed up, and I'm not sure exactly what I'm seeing, honestly. I'm, I've got to rewatch this a do couple you, times with sound. Do the characters look familiar there? No. Oh, okay. No, it's somebody like okay, with so an IV, and then uh, there's we'll a big a guy hanging it. over. Yeah. Put a pin on it. Oh, and now the sound's on. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm a professional. Under five seconds, though, so we're not going to get demonetized. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. <laughs> as long as the sound didn't come on from another video. All right. <laughs> Um, where was I going to go here? There was one other question. Okay. It was about a trailer. Well, keep watching. Well, <laughs> it was about Love Lies Bleeding, but now I can't find it. And I feel really bad. Um, oh, here we oh, go. Yeah. Okay, got it. Uh, the brand, the Brandon Salad. Hey, crew, have you seen the trailer for Love Lies Bleeding? Looks super interesting with Kristen Stewart. I did see it. Yeah? Yeah. And at first I was like, oh, what is this? Like a roller derby like movie, like in the first mm-hmm. few seconds or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it. I can't tell if it's, I honestly don't know what it is. It does look interesting because I don't know if it's going to be like tongue in cheek or if it's going to be just super dark and depressing or what we're getting in it. But it definitely looks interesting. Um, There's definitely some murder in it and intrigue. Yeah. And it looks like they're out in the desert. Oh. Yeah. It looks like they've all had some hard lives. So, yeah, looks interesting. Sweet. All right. All right. Mm. Is that it for our members That's today? It, That's it. Well, and then that is it for our show. Thank you so much for being here because without you, we can't do this. It's just Ray being mad at me and Jonathan trying to keep the peace. So thank you for being here. <laughs> I want to thank everybody in the room, Mr. Ray Ora. This looks amazing. Frosted cream puff, Rosca de Reyes. I'm going to make it. No, everyone have a good weekend. Thank you for all the questions. Thanks for the support. We got Jonathan Voico. You do have me for a few seconds more. I'll see you guys next week. I'm Chris Carr. I'm going to do a shameless plug. If you are interested in voiceover, head over to speakfriendstudio.com. We are starting group classes next week. My husband does dialect coaching. I do commercial voice acting classes. We're also going to do Dungeons and Dialects this month. We've got lots of cool stuff going on, so go check it out. I've been Chris Carr. Thank you so much for being here. Please be kind and have a great weekend. See ya.